Hello, and welcome to the One Small Action Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Freeman. Thank you for joining me today. If this is your first time, I appreciate that you're here. If you're coming back for another episode, thank you for coming back. My hope of this show is to take things that I've seen personally and professionally and talk about how we can be personally accountable to this action. It is through action that we get better, and personal accountability is the way. The only thing we can control is what we can control. Everything else is out of our control. So if we can learn to focus on the actions that we can take to get better, we can improve. And that is really the goal in life, to improve just a little bit each day until we get to where we need to be. So thank you for joining me today, and I hope you find something in this podcast that is useful for you. with Coach Matthew Freeman of the One Small Action Podcast today. So kind of doing a little bit different here, kind of actually jumping in front of the video to talk about three fundamental components of what I think make up a good program. Now, there are so many ways to write a good program. And I've done a lot of them. I've studied a lot of programming. Um, Programming is relative to the goal relative to the individual, relative to training age, uh, how, long, you know, how long you've been training, uh, what direction you want to go, uh, how much comfort and confidence you have in the gym, uh, what, what tools you have available to you, uh, where you're at in life, physically, emotionally, spiritually, etc. So there are a lot of like components that can go into good programming. But I think that there's three fundamental pieces that make up really good programming. That is, one, making sure that the client gets what they need. You cannot program for a client and give them what they need without a few things, an appropriate consultation and an appropriate assessment. So. The consultation is a chance for you to get to know the individual, Uh, what they like, what they don't like, what they're looking for, what they're not looking for, what's helped in the past, um, what they've enjoyed in the past, what hasn't worked in the past, um, what has been working, what hasn't been working, uh, things that uh, really just kind of make the client feel successful in the gym things that a client might not feel successful about in the gym. Uh, you got to get background uh, on sleep, nutrition, hydration, uh, work life, you know, structure, how many days a week they might be training, for how long they might be training, and the list goes on and on and on. A thorough, in-depth conversation in, uh, in the consultation is super important. It is a it's a two-way conversation. It is a, a getting to know each other. It is a dual interview. Am I, am I the right coach for the client? Is the client the right fit for the coach? Uh, and really just trying to like dissect you know, what's going on, what we want to see go on, and whether or not uh, we have the right tools and resources to make that happen. Once we've had the consultation and determined, yes, it's a good fit, 
that next part is assessment. And an assessment is taking a look at movement quality, taking a look at aerobic capacity, taking a look at uh, absolute strength, uh, general strength, uh, movement patterns, looking for asymmetries, looking for things that uh, would inhibit the direction and the goal, things that might help facilitate the direction and the goal. Um, really another chance for you to get to know the individual, see how they move, see how they respond, see how they respond to uh, you know, small amounts of volume, see how they respond to a load, um, see how they manage their intention and their intensity in an exercise when it seems, you know, maybe nominal. Um, you know, see what things might, might drum up like a little bit of fear uh, or excitement. You know, this is a chance for you to like visually see if things that you learned in the consultation are consistent when put to the test. So this, this part is the coach's chance to really kind of get a, a, a visual look, a, a, a chance to really kind of tie those pieces together and find out what a client might, might need. Uh, a client doesn't always know what they need. So it is up to the coach to help figure out what those needs might be and help address those needs. There are also, you know, might be some resistance to what is needed because there might be things that, uh, you know, like I said, bring up fear or bring up um, resistance or bring up past trauma around strength training that don't make sense. And that's up to the coach to explain in a way that helps the client understand the intention and the purpose and the reason behind it. It also may be a chance for a client to say, oh, you know what, deadlifts scare you because uh, you've had back pain in the past. So what are other forms of hinging or uh, movements that can train the lower back that can help you gain some strength in the back so that maybe at some point we can incorporate deadlifts and tackle that fear. But in the meantime, maybe it's a, a seated good morning, maybe it's a dumbbell good morning, maybe it's a prisoner good morning, maybe it's a back extension, maybe it's a, you know, a reverse hyper. You know, there's a lot of different ways to train that low back and to train around that fear that might drum up that will all happen in the consultation and assessment and in good program design. So first, what the client needs. And we do that through all the aforementioned pieces. The second component is what the client wants. So what is it the client is actually looking for? The client does come to you to buy a service and that service is uh, supposed to be directly related to things that they want to change or work on or improve. So if I have a client that comes to me that wants to get better at running, then what components make up running? How do we incorporate running? It would be up to me to see if there's other components that are needed so that the running training actually works in, in conjunction. So, you know, if you come to me wanting to run, I have to have some kind of component or pieces of running that help the client feel like they're getting what they want. Better at running. If we're gonna do an aerobic piece to build an aerobic base for running that doesn't look like running, I better be able to explain that. If we're going to do uh, some movements that might help tendon strength, um, ligament strength, etc., elasticity, uh, help the client absorb you know, high impact over time, I better be able to explain that piece. 
and how it correlates to what they want, but there's also a, a, nece, a, necess, a necessity to uh, include some forms of running in some way, shape, form, or fashion. So when the client is done with the session, they're like, hey, I came to you to get better at running and I'm, I'm doing some form of running or something that feels like running to me. Uh, so it is very, very important to address once. If it's not running, if the client is coming to you and says, I want to build work capacity, then the program should include or should likely include some form of work capacity uh, material so that improvement can be seen, goals can be met, and progression can be measured. Uh, you know, the other part of what a client wants is really drilling in, going back to that consultation. What is it that they actually want and why? And what's the purpose behind it? And what's the reason behind it? So that as a coach, I understand that and I can tie back to the purpose and the reason when things get difficult or it can be utilized to help me explain, you know, a, an additional component exercise that we might be doing in order to get to those goals. So, you know, first we talk about like, what does a client need? Second component is what does a client want? And the third and last component I wanted to talk about today is I believe that for an effective program to truly work, it's gotta be enjoyable. There's zero adherence when it's not enjoyable. Adhere over a period of time, but at some point burnout is gonna happen. If, if the client is not wanting to go to the gym, excited about going to the gym, uh, then they're not gonna continue to go to the gym. This does not mean that every component of the training program has to be fun, because if it's only fun and doesn't address those client needs and those client wants, it's not an effective program, right? So all three components have to come together. There's a couple ways to, to kind of capture this. Uh, I know that in, in time myself, when I wanted to get a lot stronger and uh, just really focus on like my overall strength before I really enjoyed strength training, um, I asked my coach if I could have a play day and a play day was a day that fit within the structure of the components of building strength that I could do things that I found enjoyable to me. And that helped me adhere to the program and come in and do heavy deadlifts and do heavy back squats and do heavy bench before I liked all those things and show up for the, you know, what I was paying the coach for. But the coach did a very good job of incorporating that play day in a manner that wouldn't affect the other pieces. We had some, you know, constraints around what play day might look like so that it didn't inter interfere on subsequent strength days. But for me, it was like, okay, hey, Monday and Tuesday are gonna be hard. Wednesday, I get a day off. Thursday, I get to play. Friday is gonna be hard and Saturday, is an active recovery day, Sunday I rest, or whatever this schedule may have been, I had something that I could look forward to. And when I was doing those deadlifts, I could remind myself that I needed, needed and wanted to earn that play day. Um, play or making it enjoyable and fun doesn't mean that it has to be that kind of structure. It could be, you know, what a client needs, what a little bit of what a client wants, and a little bit of like fun at the end of a session. Um, 
And it really depends on what that client deems as fun. You know, someone like myself who likes uh, CrossFit-like training um, or like Decker Strong or like High Rocks training where I do compromised running, where it's, uh, you know, some strength components with some running movements. Um, you know, they, they might set a clock at the very end of the session and go, okay, 12 minutes, 200 meter run, 15 goblet squat, 200 meter run, 15 cal on the assault bike, 200 meter run, 15 GHD sit-ups, 12 minutes. You know, something like that where I have this, this component that's enjoyable to me at the end of each training session. So I would hit all the components that you know matter as part of the, the needs and the wants category and then I'd get a little bit of that enjoyment which makes the overall program as a whole enjoyable and something to look forward to, which leads to what I've discovered over time is better adherence. So, you know, in summary, not to keep this, uh, you know, I didn't want this to be too long, three components that I really believe make up a phenomenal program is addressing what a client needs, addressing what a client wants, and addressing how to make that enjoyable. If those three components can exist within a program, then you're really on a strong path towards progress. There are other components that maybe I'll talk about in future episodes, um, you know, other things to take into consideration, but ultimately I think that we're in an industry that, that overcomplicates everything. So, you know, in the honor of simplicity, in the honor of what I really believe um, the message to be, I think needs, wants, and enjoyable. And if we can kind of do those things, then we can create really good adherence and really good communication and build a lot of trust. And as you build trust, then the challenges can be increased and nuanced in, um, other things can be pulled out. So, you know, next time, maybe I'll jump into um, talking about how you make sure that you stay in line with the goals and that you circle back to, hey, um, another assessment down the road, a reassessment doesn't have to be as long. You know, I think that monthly consultations uh, to make sure that everything's on track and on the right page, or at least bi-monthly consultations where you jump on and check in for 30 minutes to make sure everything's going well. Personally, I like at least monthly, but you know, that's going to vary uh, situation to situation. Make sure that we're still tapping into everything that people want and, and to, to reflect back on, are we, are we enjoying this? Are we seeing the progress? Has the, have the goals changed? Has the direction changed? You know, those are all things that um, are part of, you know, what I can talk about in another episode is, is making sure that the program continues to be those few things that I talked about in the beginning. So thank you uh, guys for joining, uh, me in the lab today, Coach Matthew Freeman, and uh, part of the One Small Action Podcast. Uh, if you guys are not listening to the podcast or haven't listened to the podcast, it's on iTunes. Like I say, Coach Matthew Freeman, it's called the One Small Action Podcast. It's also on Spotify and other channels, or you can go to my website, matthewfreeman.com, and find it through the website. But I'd love you guys to tune in and listen to it. Uh, I'm going to do a little bit more of these video in-person uh, type, you know, program talks, if you will. I'm going to add this to my YouTube page so that the podcast can have some video and some audio 
this is kind of a trial run today and just decided, hey, why not turn on the camera and do some things? You guys know that's my style. Let's just turn it on and see what comes up. So again, I appreciate you guys. Follow me on Instagram at Coach Matthew Freeman. That's Matthew with one T, M-A-T-H-E-W-F-R-E-E-M-A-N. And until next time, I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Well, that's a wrap on another podcast episode. Thank you for joining me today. And thank you for listening all the way till the end. I really do appreciate and value each and every one of you. If you want to help me out, you could share the show by screenshotting and tagging me on Instagram at Coach Matthew Freeman, Coach, M-A-T-H-E-W, Freeman, or by leaving me a five-star review. But only if it's five stars, right? I don't want any bad reviews. No, your authenticity means the world to me, so leave the review that's relevant to you. The last way you could help me is by sending me a DM of things that you want to hear in the future that we can learn together and grow together with, because that's really the point of this show. So before I leave you today, just remember, take one small action towards getting better, and you're well on your way. Thanks again, and have a wonderful day.